Okay. This is Ivanya Easley with The Closet Chronicles. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper into the fashion industry and talking with other fashion professionals as they share their journey and how they got into the business, advice they can give for you, and we hope you enjoy it. We have a special guest today, and she is going to share all about her long um, journey in fashion, because you are a fashion vet. You've been in the business a really long time. So we're excited to hear how you got started and what advice you can share with people that are listening. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. I'm excited. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Of course. So, of course, introduce yourself and your company and what it does. And then, of course, tell us how you even got started doing it. Okay. All right. So the name of my company is Posh Productions. And um, that's P-O-S-H-E Productions. Mm -hmm. And I've been in the business for uh, a little over 25 years. Um, Yeah. So, which is, it flies by, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard for me to even believe that. But um, it's just kind of funny because I always knew that um, I loved fashion, but Mm -hmm. I came from the air of you know, after I graduated from college, I was like, oh, I want to go to fashion school. And my parents were like, uh, yeah, you're going to college. Yeah. So <laughs> I came from that same era after you. Yes. That, I mean, they were still doing that up until just recently. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but, you know, there was a hint. There was a little hint in my life that told me I probably somehow would end up in fashion because I was still playing with Barbie dolls at 18, girl. When I tell people that, they're like, hey. And I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> you like dressing I doing, them. I was dressing them and changing, making one outfit into 13 outfits yes. and changing it and cutting it and doing cutouts. So that's all I thought about them paper dolls. Ooh, paper dolls, girl. I love paper dolls. <laughs> so, we telling um, our age, they probably like paper what? Paper what? <laughs> I have to always be careful of that too, Ivanya. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, so I started off early and I always loved fashion. But again, my um, my mom was like, you're, you're going to college. And I did. And I, you know, graduated in marketing at Arizona State. And I was like, but I always loved fashion. And I kept saying, you know, I wish I, marketing, I didn't really want to do it. But thank goodness I did because it helped me market myself. Exactly. It taught me the business part of it, which, you know, I always tell when I um, have speaking engagements, I always tell people, I said, don't be so quick to say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Because everything I didn't want to do throughout my career has helped me in my career. I agree. Isn't that something? Isn't that true? Because I went to school for poli sci and got a master's in finance. And it had nothing to do with fashion. But then when I got in fashion, I was always like, no, you know, I feel like I didn't major and minor in fashion. I didn't go to FIT or Parsons. But the reality is it really helped me be able to run the business because the creative, I met so many creative people that didn't know how to handle business. And they all went to the major fashion schools, but they weren't making any money or couldn't afford to even really share their gifts and talents. And so having that business background really helped me to really monetize my gifts oh my so God. that I can survive. <laughs> yes, you've got the winning combination and that's what a lot of people need. What Most people are missing one of those things. So yeah. that is excellent that you did that because that's why for sure you will be successful because you've got those components, yeah. you know, yeah. both of those components. So 
um, I went on, you know, like I said, and so one of my friends in college at one time, they were having a model call um, mm -hmm. in Arizona. And she was like, come to this model call with me. And I'm like, I, I don't really, I'm not interested in that. I've <laughs> always thought I would be a designer. So yeah. it's, it's always funny how you go in thinking one way and end up thinking a completely different way. But yeah. I went to, to make a long story short, I went to the model call with her and um, they loved me and I ended up taking some modeling classes in Arizona okay. and I'm, I'm tall. So I'm five, eight um, and a half. And so I had a long career modeling. I modeled for Donna Karen, Oscar de la Renna, Michael oh, Kors, wow. all this. So I've modeled around the world. Is that how you met Tanika? Huh? Is that how you met Tanika or no? No, no. I met Tanika once I had gotten married and moved to Atlanta because I was ah. from Pittsburgh. So I was like the top black model in Pittsburgh. And then okay. my husband and I um, decided to move to um, to Atlanta. And, um, you know, I met a whole new set of people. And okay. then that's when Tanika and I's paths crossed. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, so I started off as a model. And then as I got older, then, um, you know, of course, it's a short career in yes. modeling for most people. And so I start taking heed of all the things that we're going on behind the scenes with yes. like people doing my makeup. So I was yeah. like, Oh, I think I want to be a makeup artist after, you know, when things die down mm -hmm. and I did that for years and I still have clients today that call me <laughs> to do makeup. I don't oh, do wow. makeup anymore, but I still, so for 15 years, I worked with IBM. No one really knows this, but for IBM and you're like, IBM, how does makeup? But I, um, you know, all those IBM executives have mm -hmm. to get headshots shots and have pictures and oh, have wow. to have somebody style them. So mm -hmm. I went to IBM as a model doing a video um, presentation for them. And then they, um, we had kindred spirits with the person who was hiring me and they're like, Michelle, you know, you, you're a model, but do you mind, would you like working behind the scenes? You have the right personality. And I'm like, sure. So 15 years. And today I still work for IBM. They'll call me randomly. A lot That's of things have changed after you the You was pandemic. already working for B2B before you even realized that you know, that's what you was doing or that's what it was called. Oh my gosh. And this is another thing, um, Avanya, I want to tell your listeners is that just be open to everything because yeah. you never where what know where one thing will lead to the next yes. thing. And looking back, reflecting on my career, one thing always led to another. So mine too. Yeah, oh. isn't that something? Is it's crazy. Yours too, I'm sure. I'm Everybody sure. that led me to another connection that led me to another connection and just a stepping stone, so to speak. Of That's right. Uh, connections and jobs and relationships and opportunities. That's right. That's right. And I so that. isn't it something? So yeah. you would never think, like you said, IBM, one of my best clients is um, an exec at IBM. Um, I do his styling for him because he's just busy. But you never think about like, oh, let me have IBM as a client, as a makeup artist. Or exactly. Like, I think makeup artists and just creative people are always just thinking entertainment only, TV and film no, no, only. No. And there's so much other stuff out oh. here. And most of it is paying better, too. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I paid I got paid good money and I got to travel all around yeah. the country with IBM executives. So yes. it's just you, that's what I'm saying. You net you have to always just be open yeah. and in a positive spirit where yes. you're like and and keep your mind open. It's not just one way. I tell people exactly. all the time, they're like, Oh, I want to be a model. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll help you. However, there are 15 other hundred jobs. besides being a model because exactly. the models exactly. were saying they want a model and you said you would help them but there's so many other things and that's other things that I just <laughs> wanted to open the door to I want to yes. you know always open the door to other ideas because people don't know they just see the final product like when they see celebrities entertainers yes. they just see the end result of, of you know their success but they don't yes. know the hard work that goes into it and the different paths that they yes. have taken so like I was telling you, um, when I was a model, as I started to decline as a model, I'm like, okay, makeup. So I start doing makeup. I did makeup for all these corporate companies. And then, because I'd met so many people through the companies Modeling. that I had yeah. model, model for. So then I'm, people were doing my hair. And then some of the clients used to say, Michelle, can you do the model's hair? Can you put it in that chignon like you do? And da da da. Because yeah. I had traveled the world as a model. So I was like, I could, I had learned all these crafts. So I said, I think yeah. I want to be a, a hairdresser, a hair person. <laughs> that, that was short lived because I didn't realize that you know, we have, everybody has an opinion on how they want their hair. It's yeah. not just what you want. So I'm like, yeah, that's probably not it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then one day, um, it was Macy's. I was doing a fashion show for Macy's and it was doing the fall season, which is one of the busiest seasons. And they're like, I was always their go-to person. They're like, Michelle, we've got six shows going on and we need somebody to run one of the shows. And they're like, can you do it? And I was like, no, I can't do it. I said, I've modeled. I don't know how to work behind the scenes. And that's mm -hmm. lesson number two, Ivonia, is that just jump in. People think that you need all this experience Agreed. to get started. Jump in sometimes and just that's take how I got my chance. start. It's my me first too. opportunity was somebody asked me to do a fashion show, and I just said yes. I never did a fashion show in my life. I was just like yes, because how hard can it be to find clothes and put them on a model? I'll figure out the rest. And they paid me to do it, and that was yeah. the plan of the seed for me to be like, maybe this is a real job. Even though I had just graduated from college, I just got my good job yeah. as my parents wanted me to. But I was like, this might be my opportunity to see if I could do this for a living. And that was what planted the seed because I said yes, instead of saying, exactly. well, no, I've never done it before. Y'all should ask somebody exactly. else. Maybe I was just like, no, but I think part of it was because I was young and hungry right. and was just like, you know, That's what's right. the worst that could happen? That's right. That's right. And it bells went ding, ding, ding. And I said, no, I was like, no, I can't. And they're like, yeah. you have to do it. We have no one else to do it. Yeah. Well, this was a pretty big show. And I yeah. was like, no, no, no. And girl, I know I haven't looked back since that was That's it for me. Up. Isn't that crazy? So now wait a minute, but back up just a little bit. When you got the job to do the show for Macy's, where what position was you in for you to even for Macy's to even ask you to do the show? Like was you already working or doing something else? Or something yeah, I was a model. Intro? I was a model. Oh, you for were Macy's. modeling at the yeah, show. Yeah, so I did okay. all their fashion shows and they start calling me for Michelle, can you call the models for us and do that? And so ah, that's okay, how cool. I had my agency is because they kept asking me and I'm like, 
wait a minute, I keep giving, you know, the first they ask me, you know, to call the models for the show. Yeah. Then they're like, tell the models what to bring. Tell. So I'm like, I might <laughs> that well made you kind of like head model in charge. <laughs> so thus the agency was born. Posh Productions was born. I love it. Because they kept asking me about modeling things. So I said, okay, I'm going to start an agency and then at least, you know, try to gain money from that as well. So yeah. I've had my agency for over 25 years, but this is, this was the ticket for me. This was my aha moment yes. that brought me into it for good. The so full circle. The full circle moment was the show that Macy's had asked me to do that I had no idea what I was doing except all I knew was how to be in the show, but yes. I was always watching people behind the scenes. So yeah. I was. So you had the people. skills you just had actually implemented because you've been watching all these years because you've been doing it for so long. Thank you so much. You said it right there. <laughs> that was it. I didn't even know the skills I had. So, but the show they had asked me to do was a pretty big show. So yes. they were like, it's, it's the guy, you know, the guy on the show, what not to wear. Um, they said, he's coming to town and we need you to head that show and do everything. So That's the people the called me from New York and they were like, listen, um, you know, we're coming to New York. They said, Clinton, have you ever watched a show, Ivanya? Yes, what? yes. So because, um, Stacey Clinton London was doing it, I think, at one Cl point. Clinton and, and Stacy. Yes. Clinton yes. and Stacy. Well, Clinton and I are best friends. We became best friends. Anyway, how the story, how the story goes is, so it was a show for him. So his team called me, What Not to Wear team called me and they said, listen, um, we heard that you're heading the show. You're going to be the stylist. You're going to help us. Listen, Clinton has gone through 20 stylists. He hates all of them. We're going to, they, nobody gets where he's coming from. Yeah. So they're like, can you just set up a room for us? Have rolling racks, have, you know, and we'll, when we get there, we'll do the pull for the show. And I was like, of course I'll do, I'll have everything ready for you. And so when they got here, Girl, I had coffee and donuts. I had fresh flowers. Yeah. I had read every single book. He, I think at the time he only had two books out. Yeah. But I had watched, I had binge watched every episode of What yeah. Not to Wear. I got in his head. Yes. Yeah, so you they could be got, ready. I was ready. That I was prepared. Boy, I did I my you. research. I looked at the shows. I looked at his personality. I did Girl, all that of that. Girl, that is so key. It's a Isn't detail. that crazy? Isn't I tell that... my um, students that all the time, like if a client's like, yeah, I want to be dressed because I'm going to a conference in Vegas. My thing is like, let me check the weather in Vegas before I oh, decide what outfits research. I'm Like it's the details that you, really make people feel details. like, oh my God, they get it. It's the details. You said it, Imanya. That is it in the nutshell. It was the detail. So I had fresh flowers. I had coffee. I had donuts. I, I had pulled the whole show together. So when they got here, the New York team got here, they said, um, okay, we're going to hit the ground running. You know, we're, they're like, what are all those clothes over there? I said, oh, that's just a few things that I pulled that I thought you guys could take a look at a pre-pull. I said, but you don't have to use them. Yes. You know, I have everything set up for you, you guys. So they start looking at the clothes and they're like, oh, oh, this is fabulous. Yes. Oh, this is amazing. And they loved everything. I think there was one outfit out of all the outfits <laughs> that I That's had pulled, that. they used. And so after that show, and I ran that show like I had been doing it all my life because I had my yeah. research. I had interns. I pulled together yeah. a team of people to help me. Yeah. And after that show, Clinton came to me and he said, 
can you go on the road with me? And I'm like, um, let me think. Yes, I can. Ten years later, we have dressed women all over the world. I've been, I had flown to Hawaii, Chicago, New York, LA, everywhere. And I was his head stylist from that point on. And to this day, we're best friends. I just talked to him yesterday and we're getting ready. We're going to go on vacation together. So him Ah. and I are, he taught me so much about that. I mean, I was working with the big leagues there. I, you know, Vogue and Harper's Bazaar, all those people. We're bringing clothes for the show and I just learned everything. And that's where that was my aha moment into saying, yeah, this, this is, I'm living my I dream. Love mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Now, yeah. what would be your advice? I mean, outside of the advice you've been dropping this whole episode while you've been sharing your story, if somebody's like, you know, I want to get involved in the industry or I'm just getting started in the industry. What are, I guess, like three things or three books, three movies, three podcasts? <laughs> what three things that you would tell someone um, that is listening? Okay. To separate, the first thing is to separate yourself from everybody else because in, today, in today's world, everybody mm-hmm. thinks they're a stylist, but it's more, Girl. so much more. Girl, it's so I'm not, you know, more. I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> It's so much more than just picking out a cute outfit. Like when I tell you. People think picking a cute outfit and put together a cute reel and they are it. And and half the time they only can dress themselves well. Oh my gosh. And you think this means you know your body well, but can you dress other people? That is the key. You said it. You said it right there. That is the key. And people and people that call themselves stylists that might not have the background is they just they pick things that they like. Yeah. But when you're on it ain't even about you level, when you're a stylist. You're picking what for the client need you're like picking for the client. So which means you need to know textiles, you need to know fabrics, hard. you need to know body types, you know. I can look at a person directly and I know exactly their height. Yes. I know what clothes look best on them. I know what materials look best on that them. Part. What, Girl, that part. Girl, I've stores looking at the label like, okay, how much stretch does it have? What is the fabric content? Because exactly. I'm th- thinking about my client's body and what's going to work. And why would I bring you a button down when your boobs are really big and we know it's going to do that gap situation unless I'm going to put the fashion tape in between. And like, it's like all of these little exactly. details and parameters and it's really the details to me that makes a style the difference between a stylist and somebody who just put cute outfits together. You are absolutely 150% correct. That is correct. I'm on you up and down. It is so much more. And so when I talk to um, students that want to be stylists, I let them know. I said, it's not about a cute outfit. It is so and just shopping all day work. with other people's money. You've it's got like... exactly, but you've got to do your research. You've that got part. Edge. You've got to know everything about it. You know about designers. Know what cut. You have to know what cuts. Let me, exactly. I tell you how many times now I gave you all the fluffy good part of how I really jumped into the business, but the part that's not so fluffy are the times where I cried myself to sleep and I could. I couldn't even walk because I had walked for 13 hours, you know, pulling clothes for, and it's easy easy to dress models, but can you dress real women that have maybe no hips and really big boobs or wide, wide shoulders and thick legs? Yes. I, I can tell you so many battle stories of 
for instance, I did a big, huge gala and I had to dress all the women for the um, Red Heart Association. This mm -hmm. was New York City. And as soon as I came in there, all the, I had pulled all the clothes and the women got, came in because it wasn't models. It was real women. Yeah, real women. And as soon as I. Michelle? Oh, don't call me. No, but no, it's fine. Room and all these women were there, and these are all real women. And yeah. I had pulled their clothes. Yeah, I got their pictures, got their sizes, and a lot of things. This, this will tell you who a real stylist is. Yeah. A lot of times, I don't even have, I don't even have sizes. I just have a picture. Yes, and I have to look and. Remind me to tell you, because I'll forget, remind me to tell you about a celebrity that I dressed. And okay. we'll come to that. But anyway, all the women from the Red Heart Association came in and I introduced myself and told them that I'm the, the stylist. stylist for the show mm -hmm. and to please look through your clothes. And then we're going to conduct, I'm going to conduct a fitting with all of you all to try the clothes on. Everybody just started, I don't wear skirts. I don't like pants. I don't wear coats. I, this isn't my color. I would never wear this. Blah, 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 blah. So I had to conduct another meeting. I said, ladies, and I'm really a nice person. I'm like, ladies, I know you guys don't know me from a can of paint. Yes. But I'm asking you at this moment, at this time, to trust me. Let's yes. just try the clothes on first, I said, and then you can tell me everything that you hate. But let's at least just try them on. Yes, because on the hanger and on the body, and, exactly, the same thing. And give me a chance. Do you know every single one of those women, I think there were 16 um, women all together, every one of them bought their outfits except one of them. <clears throat> she didn't buy it, but the rest of them bought all their outfits. They said, Michelle, I would have never worn this. I didn't exactly. know. But people have to keep an open mind. Like, And I'm yes. sure you get clients like this too. They're like, no, I don't like that. Or I won't yeah. wear that. The reason they're hiding. Bro, I, that's why I stopped sending is, them pictures. Because I used to like back in the day when I first started, I knew I had a good eye, but I didn't really know the mechanics of like how you supposed to do style sessions and yeah. how it works. So I used to send them all the pictures. So I try to, you know, narrow down what I'm going to bring them. And one lady was like, she didn't like nothing. I sent her a picture. Yeah. I done sent her about 50, 11 pictures. Yeah. That was it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to take this step anyway, because I feel like she just don't know about looking at. But now we get to the fitting. Everything she's trying. Oh, my God. I love it. I was like, this is the same thing you said in the picture you didn't like. Right. She was like, oh, it is. It's that side. And I was like, after that, I never sent pictures again. Um, when I show up with the rack, that's when you're yeah. going to see it. That's when you're going to get, that's right, because you'll get so much feedback. Because people, guess what? People don't know what they don't know. That part. And the reason <laughs> that they hire you is because they need somebody to think outside the box. Yes. Because they've dressed a certain way their whole life. And that's why they're unhappy because they're like, yes. nothing looks good on me because you're not willing. So, but when a professional comes, you have to be open minded. Yes. And I tell people that all the time now. I'm like, you got to put it on your body you can't decide by just looking at it that's not for you let us put it on your body and see exactly and every time is always oh my god it's like yeah because you was and you have to have also the personality that show that yes. i just told you about that was one of the best shows i've ever done in the women with real women yes. and it looked amazing but i had to give them a little speech about guys be open-minded yes. and give me a chance and so and you that's another thing 
another part of this is personality. Yes. You cannot take it personally. Yeah. Remember when I told you about Clinton, they had to already told me he went through 20 stylists yeah, and, and he, he didn't hated like all of them yes. because they took it personal when he would say things, when he would hate something, they would take it personal. They're like, well, that was on the cover of Vogue and da, da, da. And I'm like, just think about this out of every other person in New York is a stylist, but they flew me in from Atlanta yes. to go to all the cities. And the reason they did that is because, for instance, if I would pull something and put it on a woman, uh, Clinton had the final word. And yeah. he would sometimes there would be times he's like, I hate that. Who picked that? And I'm like, yeah, I hate that, too. Who picked it? And they're like, Michelle, you picked it. And I'm like. No, I didn't. And then we all bust out laughing. <laughs> so you just have to make light of it. You can't take it personal. Yeah. It's not personal. That's what it's I tell my team. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, that's just not the look I'm going for for the client. It doesn't mean it's a bad look. It's just, it's not what I'm going for. So that's not going to work. Put it back. Exactly. And there's times where I'll, I'll pull things and I'm like, who pulled this? They're like, you did. I'm like, well, I hate everything today. That, I said, that was Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. We're changing everything. So, exactly. you know, everybody comes up with their own process of how they do things. But yes. um, I'd say keep an open mind, but do your research. What's yes. going to set you apart from everyone else's? Don't do things like everybody does. Yeah. It. Do have your own way, but you've got to be detail oriented and you have yeah. to know your craft. You should know fabrics, materials, yes. you should know how they move, how they flow, what looks yes. good on a person who's short waisted as opposed to a, a person who is long waisted. You, yes. have to, you know, again, it's easy to dress models, but it when you get down to the nitty gritty of it and dressing real women, that is where your expertise will really um, make a difference in. And it's, it's not just, and no, read magazines. One of the things yeah. that Clinton told me at the beginning, he said, your homework is going to be, he said, look at magazines. These are the top experts in the world yes. that work for Vogue and Harper's and Elle and yes. all of those magazines. Know what's what the latest trends are because in yes, fashion, emerging designers, to stay, yes, emerging colors, stay all of it. You got to stay up. Yeah. When I finished working for 10 years of working with him, girl, I was so on top of my game. I felt like I could work for anybody, anytime, yes. anything. Now I've slacked off a bit now because it's not that intense, but there were times where I would cry and people would take <clears throat> temper tantrums. I work for a lot of celebrities. I wanted to tell you about the celebrity story, yes. the celebrity story. So I'm not going to tell you who the celebrity is. So I won't of do that. But <laughs> what I will tell Look, but you, you can is... tell me personally offline. <laughs> They, I got a call to dress a celebrity and I was like, oh, okay. And um, they said, I said, so I have a profile sheet and I take that. I have questions that I ask yeah. before I do the pull for a photo shoot. I have a whole, you know, paperwork, everything that I yeah. fill out for the person. So my first question is, okay, the name. Then the second is what size they're like, well, she's not the size she wants to be. And by the time the photo shoot is here, then she'll be a different size. I said, okay, can you give me her size now? And what her, you want her size to be or which it's expected to be? Yes. And they're like, no, we can't. We, we can't do that. Okay, we'll call you back and let you know. Well, there was two months of that and I never got the person's size. I literally had to go 
and um, backtrack on some of the TV shows that they've yes. done and look and guess. And just so happened they were a guest on one of those entertainment shows, mm -hmm. which was recently. And that's how I was able. But I had to go pull all these clothes, expensive designer clothes, yes. not ever getting the person's size, shoe yes. size, anything. So these are things that will make you a little bit crazy. But yes. all of these tests are one of my more reasons on why I don't like working with celebrities as it, much. I, no, girl, I can because there's always some hoopla that come with them. It's so <laughs> high maintenance. They're so high maintenance. I love. I prefer not to work with celebrities. Okay. Yeah, I love my regular people that I you don't know from the man on the people. moon. Okay. And I love Why? my Because I feel like they really value the service. They really appreciate Absolutely. it. And they respect the craft. And that you're the expert. Like, okay, that's why I hired you. You're the expert. So, All that. you know, I'm going to let you do what you're supposed to do. I feel like corporate people understand that. that. Because All they're that. the expert in whatever it is they do. And they want to be able to, you know, run the room or run the team how they see fit. So when it's somebody else's turn to do that in their own field, they seem to usually be able to relent and let go. That's right. That's right. I feel exactly the same way. So you are correct again in everything you say, because, um, you know, you're a little bit more appreciated with uh, regular people. They're like, oh, my God, I would have never put this together. I love this. Yes, yes. And so that's what feeds me and drives me. Yes. To keep going. But um, yeah, so. But, you know, when you have a business, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's always mm -hmm. good to have those celebrities on your client list. So, yes. because that's what people are drawn to. Yeah, I could they care really less. Are. I could care less about it, but that's what they're like. Oh, okay. You work with this person. It kind of gives you credibility yeah. a little bit. And so we need to have a little. Yeah, that's why I did it in the beginning, but now I don't do it at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they don't come around as much as they used to. Yes. But it's just, it's always something. It's like always super last minute. They can't get it together. All that. It's like, where is the check? All that. And it just be like, okay, well, I'm not hunting y'all down. Y'all reached out to me. Y'all ain't made up your mind. Just holler back. And if you don't, oh, well. Exactly. Kind of thing. Because I just be like, I don't have time for this. I have a schedule to keep. It ain't like I'm sitting around twiddling my thumbs. You know, I'm girl. Working. Yeah. Okay. But you are, you're, you're, you're minimal compared to because it's all about that celebrity so yeah. you know I get it I yes. get it for sure but um for people who really want to get started in this the first thing that I tell all of um my students or yeah. classes or whatever is to find somebody who's doing what you're doing and shadow them Work that for part, girl yeah. the part that I didn't tell you all is starting out though I worked for three years and didn't get a dime or a that dollar part. Or Okay, that girl, when I tell you, and I'm not gonna lie and sit here and lie to you, I complained. I'm like, why can't I? Well, I'm girl, doing I, all this I had work. to go back to work because I, I was like, I can't take it. I had to go back to and get a job and start doing it on the side. Like they about to have me homeless interning for free, exactly. Uh. <laughs> exactly. And I, I tell people all the time because you know, I try to pay everyone, and especially my me interns, too. I try to pay everyone, but that's all not my what people was done get paid. But I remember I did not get 
get paid, okay? <laughs> I did not get paid for a long time. Yeah. And then there comes a time in your career where you say, okay, I've got the knowledge. I've got yeah. the experience. You have to pay me. Pay me, And yeah. um, all of that. So, but I, that's my firsthand advice is to yeah. find someone who's doing what you're doing. Shadow them so they can see the work. Because I can't tell you, I've had tons of girls come and work for me and they're like, Oh my gosh, this, too Michelle, much. this is exactly. so, I didn't know you had to do all this. I'm like, yes. It's and then they'd be like, you know what? I don't want to be a stylist no more. I thought I did. Right. I, <laughs> I thought it was going to be going to parties That's and hanging right. with celebrities all the time. I was like, girl, most of the time, by the time I finished working, even if I was invited to the party, I'm too tired. I'd just be like, forget it and go home. That's right. So. That's right. They, It's hard work. People, I know people say it to you all the time because they say it to me. They're like, what a fun job. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, fun. I work like a dog all the time. That part. They don't see the research and the time, the planning. Fighting traffic, in, going from store to store, breaking your nails on the rack. Changing things at the last minute, dragging yes. clothes, picking clothes up that are 100 pounds and you're doing it because everybody exactly. else is eating lunch. I'm like, lunch, what's that? When I'm working, yeah. I don't even think about eating. Me it's neither. Like, I try to have my car snacks. I'm in the so zone. on something while I'm shopping, but exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So girl, those are just some things that have helped me along the way. And I'm so excited. I'm always very excited about new up and coming emerging people that want to style and everything. Yes. But I try to let them know it's more than just a cute outfit. I just that so you know, it's, it really it's a lot and that's why more. I feel like you got to really have the passion for it and the passion for people because it's not even about us. At the end of the day, styling is still a service. As a luxury service, but it's it still is. a service, and you're there to be in service of the client. So it's yeah. not really about you. And at that case, if you want it to be about you, you might as well just be a blogger, influencer, exactly. whatever. But that's it's really right. About my clients is not about me. That's right. That's right. And we just touched on that part of it, but there's a whole business side. Like, yeah. how do you, because we remember, we're not in a fashion state. So one yeah. of the biggest exactly. questions I get is, how do you make money? Most of the things I do, I create myself. I think of yes. an idea and I'm like, I'm going to reach out to these people and I'm going to say, this is because people don't know what they don't know. So yes. you have to be a visionary to say, mm -hmm. have you guys thought about doing this? I'd like to do this. So now I do all aspects of the business. I host yes. the shows. I do the shows. I produce the shows. I have teams. I have, you know, and you just yes. kind of collaborate with people. So you have to invent something where there is nothing. That's the other part. So agree. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Because, yeah, this is not L.A., New York, nope. Paris, Milan, nope. London, none of that. No, it's very and limited. Unless you work at the movies, I mean, like, you yeah. know, as a costumer, then you have to really figure out how do I monetize my gifts and talents here in this city. That's right. That's right. It's very I love it. And limited. Now you mentioned your students. Do you teach like a formal class? Or do I do. I, I do seminars and workshops. I don't do them on a regular basis. It's mm -hmm. really when I have time to do it because yes. I'm always busy. So um, like right now I'm putting together, um, I'm going to do a summer um, camp for um, girls to come in and guys also mm -hmm. to come in and I'll just do them kind of random at this point but I had okay. a studio for um, years in Buckhead but I, right above 10 I was yeah, right I above 10 but I had to after the pandemic 
I had gotten a gig where I was tra traveling all over the country and I was literally paying for rent and I was never and there. there yeah. So I um, let that go. And now I'm looking for another space. So, cause I'm back at it again. So okay, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like me. I teach a class once a year, but uh, yeah. that's it because I don't have time. I think when you teach full time, it's like you've already decided I'm retired from styling. So you have the time to really focus on just teaching and kind of, you know, mentoring and cultivating the people that want to get in the business versus when you're still working in it. It's yeah. like I'm a still working stylist. So I am yes. people that want to learn the business, but I'm teaching them on my own timeline when I can, which is once a year. Sure. And that time has passed for 2022. Right. Um, like, <laughs> uh, if you're interested, as like I carry a wait list all year long and then I teach it at the top of the, the year every year. Right. Right. Yes. And that, the rest of the year smart. ends up being just working. Exactly. You have to do it that and, you know, conducive to your lifestyle. Yeah. And so um, I never know when I'm going to have to like I just came back from New York last week. I do a show in New York twice a year um, and I, I have all it. the top agents and modeling agents and casting directors and movie producers all come to my show. And I've done that for the last, I guess, 20 yeah 20 years that wow. in fact a 20 year anniversary so I know all of you know I have got a lot of contacts up there and I still work a lot up there and I still yes. work for Macy's and, and New York shows. is just a hop skip and a jump from Atlanta on the it's flight. so well, easy I mean, I yeah there for a day to shop back that's pre right pre-pandemic <laughs> pre-recession days yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's right girl so <laughs> those were the good old days those were the good stomach. old days <laughs> Well, let me fly to New York and shop for the day. <laughs> oh, I used to love that. I would go yes. up there, shop, eat, and then catch yes, a and girl. fly right back home. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and shoot, real talk, the way Atlanta traffic is set up, you can fly to New York, be there all day, and fly back. It wouldn't be the same as if you were driving around Atlanta all day. So. Exactly, because there's flights that, you know, they have 10 flights a day from Atlanta yes. to New York. It's so helpful that we um, have a hub here. Yes. Because that helps exactly. me a lot, too. Because To get really anywhere in the world. Um, exactly. Atlanta, so exactly. So we're lucky that way. That's one of the yes. reasons I want to That's the one of the best things about living Atlanta. in Atlanta. Yes. Yep, because it's a you good You get a home. nice balance of, I think, city and country life. Like, if you want to keep it country, you can, because this is the South. Suburb, yep. That city life that you don't have to necessarily live in LA and New York, because we do have that city component. That's right. And the airport. That's right. I love it. Thank you again Yay! for your time. I really enjoy it. I can listen to your stories all day. Oh, you're so Because you have so welcome. much experience in the business and just a, such a wealth of knowledge and resources. So I can't wait to air this episode. Thank you so much. Next. But I'm going to tag you when I do air it. Once we, I edit everything and send it to the team. And of course, I look forward to us working together. Hopefully yes. sooner than later. I hate you're not going to be at the show this Sunday, but I know you got the wedding show. I've got I picked the up my outfit for Miriam um, earlier this week. It fits really good. I really it like it. It does. Oh my God. Yeah. I was excited because I thought it was going to be big, but then when I tried it on, it just float over my body effortless. I was oh, like, okay. I love it. That's okay. so exciting. Oh my God. Well, we're definitely going to hook up. And, yes, um, for, yeah, sure. for sure. But so I'm excited about her trunk show this Sunday. And like, yes. I saw your name on the list. I was like, oh my God. It's just wanted, small world. I everybody knows everybody. It. I want it. They do. And I wanted to come so bad, but, um, but and I, I wanted you it. to come to the bridal show because yes, I've been coming but the times, uh Unfortunately, the times are at the same time. Like there's uh, no really of course. Uh, cross. I mean, the crossover between them is so close. It's not really time to do both of versus course. if it's like one was in the morning, one was like both dead in the afternoon. 
Ugh, girl, isn't that always the way it is, though? I know. But you said it's another show coming in August, right? Because Lord knows I need yeah. to, uh-huh. to look at some, yep, some gals or something for myself. Yes. <laughs> yes, in August. I'm not making no attempts to plan this wedding at the moment. <laughs> girl, I don't know how you're doing it because I'm sure you're busy, busy. So I am. That's why I was like, I'm not doing it. That's why I was like, <laughs> I need to come to the show so I can at least look at dresses. I mean, I picked an island. That's uh, it. I love it. I love it. Well, August 7th is the next one. So if you can okay, make so that. I've already one. marked my calendar, so I should be good for that one. Sounds good. Thank you so much no, for thank inviting you. me. I, I enjoyed really enjoyed it. chatting with you. Me You're the too. best. I'm so glad we were me able too. to connect after all these years of being in the same circle. Me too. But actually make a real connection and talk. Me too. Me too, for sure. Awesome. So. Thank you again. I'll okay. Talk to you soon. Thank Don't you. work too hard. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.